The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by Hilltown Electrical. Hilltown Electrical deals with both domestic and commercial jobs. You can find them on Facebook or by contacting them on 0779487390. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast for season 2023-24. I'm your host as always, Daniel Smith, and with me is a man who has been described as one of Dundee's most eligible bachelors, nay, the most eligible bachelor in the tune. He's single and ready to mingle. Coming to a date and app near you, the woman will not only be swiping right at the foot of the sky, but left, then right, then left, and that's before he even joins Tinder. Grab a mop and bucket, people, because it's Mr Paul Gray. Hola, Danny. Hello, Paul. It's good to be back. Uh, it's great to be back, mate. Feeling better already. <laughs> it's the second season of doing this podcast, and like most uh, popular bands that make it big after the first album, it's that difficult second album. That's what we're up against, then. It doesn't come any more difficult than being in the top flight. Ah, we'll smash it. Smash yeah, the podcast it. and the league. We've won it. We've won it. We've won it already. <laughs> we've won the hearts of the people. We're going to win the league now. That's it. That is exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> got to be confident, Danny. You got to be confident. Go on, eh? Nah, always confident. Just ah, it's the downfall that comes with the confidence that normally knocks you. Yeah, just, just a bit. Just a bit. But nah, nah, but confident. He, hey, Paul. I tell you what, though. Some of the signings we've made this season and um, the the look of the team as well, I'm optimistic. Shaping up. Mm-hmm. Definitely shaping didn't, up. Didn't get us wrong, we've still got a good couple of weeks until we'll see the real Dundee team that Tony Doc's going to be putting out there. But from what I've seen, what I've heard, I'm liking it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I do. Yeah. I, I, I like just the way that things are coming together, slowly but surely, and then there's like zero rumours, there's nothing, and it just happens. I'm loving it. It's exciting times, mate. <laughs> Aye, I, I've, I've enjoyed that. The the lack of whispers. like Just out of nowhere. Nobody's moles telling them anything. It's just coming uh, out. Yeah, the ITK, in the no crowd. They, they don't know. <laughs> It just That's comes what out. Me, it's what makes it more exciting. But there's a, I mean, could any, last time we spoke, it was just after, uh, I can't remember who signed uh, the last time, Charlie Riley or something, but mm-hmm. a few days after doing the last podcast, there was a signing that absolutely nobody would have been able to predict, and it was a signing of Mexican centre-back Juan Antonio Portales. Juan Antonio Portales. Villarreal. <laughs> That's, he's the Villarreal when <laughs> he ended his name. Ah, oh, brilliant, brilliant. Juan Carlos Antonio Portales Shagger Gonzalez Rodriguez. <laughs> he he is already up there for the, the most handsome man in this top flight. Absolutely. I can't see how many people like taking him or knocking nope. him off the perch. Not a chance. <clears throat> Not an absolute chance. I just hope he passes his English exam so he can oh, get his work permit. <laughs> but I mean, what kind of English exam is it? 
is he going to have to go and like study like Wuthering Heights or Lord of the Flies or something and do like an essay on it? Or like, <laughs> if he is, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. We're going to Kez because everybody read that in school. Everybody, absolutely everybody. See if it was, fair, I'd be like, see you later. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you what though, Paul. See if it, they've asked me. Um, to do a mock test to see if I was eligible to come into the UK. I'd feel it. You have me on this podcast. I'm gone. He's my chance of being uh, in better than me. Oh, you'd be absolutely gubbed. I'd be put on a plane right right back to Mexico. You'd be punted. But I mean, obviously, if he passes his English test, great. It's just going to go out the windy. They'd be better just teaching him Dundonian. I mean, because we're actually going to butcher the the language anyway, so it's fine. (laughs) I can't wait to see what he's like, though, mate. Can't wait. uh, Was it 49 games for Atlante in the Mexico League and nine goals? Mm. Mm -hmm. For a centre-half. Big header. Didn't get me wrong, I didn't like looking at YouTube reels, because it only picks out the best bits, obviously, of players. But the bits that were picked up, I liked it. I liked his, yeah, I must admit. I watched it again the other day. He's just sliding tackles everywhere, mate. Ah, oh, lo- honestly, the nothing better than a centre-back that loves a sliding tackle. Oh, brilliant, mate. Especially on the, the Scottish surf- surfaces, man. He's just going to go sliding through, boys. Eh? <laughs> class, man, class. Just hope he can adapt. Well, like I said, I hope he gets his work permit first and obviously joins up with the team, but I hope he can adapt <laughs> to this wonderful... Wonderful weather we get over here. Well, it's no, let's not beat it in the bush. You'll leave in Mexico, sunshine all year round. Um, everything that we've not got, we, yeah. we get sunshine. Scotland's sunny as city, but we get sunshine for like a week and then it's gone. That's exactly it, mate. Then we're, then we're back into winter. I know. So <laughs> they've, it's a, they've probably the just told them. They've probably told them that it's the sunniest city in, the, in Scotland. <laughs> oh, sun, brilliant <laughs> for three days. <laughs> if he didn't believe in uh, the climate crisis before coming to Dundee, then he will now. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I just can't wait. I'd love to see his face like just swaggering about Dundee City Centre and just being like, what am I doing here? <laughs> what walking down Provy Road. What's, like, what's what? a shot called? <laughs> what's a shot called Primark? <laughs> Uh, what is Baines? <laughs> <laughs> You'll end up loving it. Like, be a good fellas on the bone. Fudge donuts, man. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing him. Like, big laddie, big laddie. And, like, uh, Tony, well, Tony was saying, you know, proper old school centre half as well. So, I'm excited. It's, and, like he says, he's a handsome devil. He's got the feel of a player. That's either going to go one way or the other way. He's going to be like absolutely solid, like a fantastic signing, a cult hero in the line. Or he's going to can end up like David Grassi or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or that extra big urine boy. <laughs> nah, I can't. I know him. Nah, I like. I am. I like him. I am shite. Anyway, <sighs> uh, watch this. Watch this. I, it was funny because I was joking with a couple of pals when we signed him. I was like, I bet you any money, he comes in and says he's wanting to get into the Mexico team. That happened. I think Why not? His, his old gaffer was like coming to Dundee, playing in Europe, get him into the national squad, and I made a joke, and I'm going to sit by. I bet you any money, he absolutely romps it. Romps it and then you get sold on. I bet you any money sell it by him. <laughs> Half a million, end of the season. Telling no, you. That'll be something like two minutes before the transfer window shuts or something. <laughs> Absolutely. Something like that. I've got the Jack Hendrys about it. I, I, mate, 
<laughs> say no more. That's yep. that is my prediction. Right. Why should he not? And tell you what, Paul. Why should he not be thinking about the Mexico team? He's in the top flight. He's playing for the big team of the city. What else? What else? Else? what else? That's it. He's just got to be, just be solid, do his thing, score a couple of cracking headers, and yeah, I think he will be a cult hero. <laughs> see when I see when he signed him. Obviously, going through like the scrapbooks and newspapers for like the Bonetti years and all that. And see when we signed boys from all these different countries, <clears throat> you probably wouldn't get away with it nowadays, but um, if it was like 2000, 2001, you'd have like the, the, the papers, like the Sun and the Star and all that, wanting to um, unveil uh, Juan Antonio be like a sombrero and a fake moustache, firing <laughs> pistols in the air and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess because I was looking at stories at that time and seeing that and seeing him signing, I thought, ah, oh, they've missed the boat by about oh, 20 odd years with him. Oh, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I'd have seen it. I, j- I jokingly said, look, folk will start wearing fucking sombreros and that. I think <laughs> people have already ordered them up for the, the Ireland gig. So <laughs> I'm telling you, mate, I'm telling you, it'll be brilliant. Get that tequila Dun- song on the go. <laughs> Dundee fans in Ireland wearing sombreros. <laughs> oh, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, it's going to be great. Like, I uh, just got it. I'm not going to be there, but hey, oh. I know everybody will have a great time. But here, before we actually move on to another sign-in that we just made, we also had uh, a departure, I think, on the same day or the day after. Young Sam Fisher left Dundee mm. to go back to Dunfermline in the Championship. And I think reading about it, it was purely because they couldn't really offer him full-time football, which first, is fair First team, first team opportunity. Ah, full-time, first team, yeah. First, first team opportunity. <laughs> Ah, lads, we've been ah, 10 minutes into this podcast of the new season and I've made a fuck up already. Start as you mean to go on, Darren. Ah, that's it. Start as you mean it. to go on. Yeah, but fair anyway, play to him, fair play to him, Mike. I've, yeah, I've no grudges with that at all. He, he looked like a, he's got something about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but will he get the chance at Dundee We us going up? If we stayed doing, he would have stayed with us, no doubt, and been part of the team, part of the first team. But we're up mm. now. We're, we're signing boys. Um, probably maybe a couple of other players to come in around the the, the positions he plays in. Uh, yeah, Dundee have probably done the fair thing with him as well, and yeah, uh, told him look, it's not going to be happening. So he's James McPake knows of him because he helped uh, Dunfermline for the first half of the season, and by all accounts, their fans loved him and are more than happy to have him back. Um, so hopefully, a yeah, fair play to him. All the best. He's still only 21, still got a lot of learn, so um, yeah, just one of of those things, isn't it? I think he'll come good, yeah, I think he's got it about him, I think he will. Good, obviously, to see him go, but yeah, I mean, look at the players that are ahead of him, you know what I mean? Realistically as well, I feel like the jump up might have been too soon for him, because even though he'd done good when he came back to us, he probably still needed a loan out for Mm. another season, Um, and by then he'd be 22 when he came back so that's maybe the right decision all around for, for both parties uh, yeah so actually, I actually forgot about for... that I forgot about that so actually thanks for reminding me <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, he's a good move for him good move for all parties simple as that yeah and uh, also seen Paul McMullen sign for Derry City was it yeah yeah yep. he signed for them that's a weird one I thought it was strange as well I, was, I thought he'd be wanting to stay around 
like this area. That's why I thought it was nailed on. He was going to go to Dunfermline. But... But there's always been a wee chart that he's settled in this area mm-hmm. when he played also for us at United because I think his missus has a job that's close by. So he was more than happy to well, stay here in the Bairn. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's I mean, fair play to him. It's something different, something he's, he's, he's going out there and signing for a team you're not expecting to because I probably I could have seen him at Livy or something. Mm. And he's got a Livy type player about him or back in the Championship on Fairland because of James McPake. Thought was nailed on. I think he could have pick his teams in that championship and a few, maybe one or two in the, the Premiership, but uh, he's went to he's went to Ireland. Again, all the best, um. He'll, uh, he'll be the best player. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I'm the pure encyclopedia of Irish football. I've not got a clue what it's like, but I don't think the standard's any good. I don't think it's no. as good as well, Premier Championship here, so I, I don't, I, it's a strange one. It, it is a strange one, like, I am it's no, beneath him, but hey. I'm no one to, to shit over the league, but yeah, I do think that he. I am. He. <laughs> he probably. Fucking shite. Could... <laughs> okay. Uh, let me say something better now. You can well play as a good cop, bad cop here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's maybe wanting to be that big player in a small pond type thing. Why? I just. Uh, I don't. I don't get it. Know that I'm comparing it to like boys that are signing for like the Saudi Arabian League just now. I just think going there—that's just ending your career. That's it. I, I just, he should have stayed in Scotland. Like he should have done. Anyway, well there you go. According to Paul, that's McMullen on the old scrap heap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice laddie. Yeah, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Um, and I think, I'd, I can't remember if we spoke about it before on the last pod of the last season, but Paul McGillan, Paul McGillan was found, safe and sound. Oh, yeah, yeah, we covered that, yeah. Aye, oh, was he? That. Okay, then. Right, so they to take down the missing persons posters then. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's at Dunfermline, which you'd expect. Is he just training there, though, or is he signed? Oh, I, I heard prob- that he was just training there, but you're pr- you're probably he'll probably sign, sign yeah, he'll Aye. sign. Yeah, and he'll do the business against the Arabs next season. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, <laughs> and we fisher as well. Oh, we fish. <laughs> what a guy? Obviously, <laughs> the the big signing from a few days ago, one that we were all kind of hoping that was going to happen. But mm. as the summer went on, kind of thought it might not happen. So it did come as a surprise. It was the re-signing of Zach Robinson for the first time on loan. From MK Dons, I've got it right this time, haven't I? AFC Wimbledon. AFC Wimbledon, fucking hell. Oh. <laughs> fucking useless. I'm uh, sitting here with a cold and I'm <laughs> fucking hell, man. You know what? You know what's going to sort out my cold? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, much better. Much better. Honestly, the amount that you drink makes my liver sir. <laughs> I thought going out for a few beers last night would have sorted this out, but it just made it ten times worse. So, but no, oh well, it was good. Normally, hap- normally happens when you're not feeling well. Oh well. But anyway, Big Zach anyway, is back. What a sign! Exactly. We're, we're not here to speak about you. We're here to speak about Zach. You started it <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere again. Out of nowhere, there was no mm-hmm. rumblings. Of, oh, he's coming back. Oh, I've heard. It was just like here, signing at ten to ten. Zach Robinson, what class! Like, although I did see a few people that weren't a hundred percent, you know, convinced 
with a sign in. Uh, yeah, I've seen a few. I've seen oh, one one Twitter user. We both speak to. I don't want to name him, mm. but he's he's not been a fan of uh, Robinson since. Well, we had him in the championship. So, um, yeah, there was one or two, but the the one or two out of hundred or one mm. or two out of ninety eight. Have you gone that way? It's uh, it's positive. Everybody's happy to have him back. I think he'll then, do it. I think he'll I do think it he in will. the prem, mate. I mean, he's what is he's only about twenty one. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's just pure, like he's just talent, and I, I think he can cause bother to some of the defenders in that league. Like I really do. He'll give them headaches, well, like, and he'll score goals. He'll score more than Rudin, put it that way. Aye, here's the thing. Right, Robinson can get goals, but you noticed in the second half of the season, when he came back, obviously, last season, he um, he was setting them up. Mm-hmm. Like, His link-up he, plays brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so we just need to get somebody in. Is Rudin the man for it? We don't know. We've got to give him a chance. He's signed in for another year, but we've got to give him a chance to see if, if, he, can, if he can do it. But I'm fully expecting... Uh, Tony Doherty to be looking at bringing in another striker. Hundred percent. I just, I, just I, 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 he, he just links up. So, yeah, if he just gets even like fifty percent of what he had with Yakubiak, then but he will set up some DB goals. Oh yeah, because we've got the danger boys on the wing and midfield as well. So I think the strikers are probably going to get used as a link. That, that, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. going to be having like an out and out poacher like. I think just going by kind of like the break in the way that Rodin Metali when he came on they were coming deep they were linking up play you know for a winger so yeah hmm, interesting but I don't think Rodin it's this might sound really controversial but I think he's had too many chances but you know uh, yeah, I was kind of on one. the fence we um thinking yeah he looks but nah nope nope Mm-mm. nah I can see him going. Anyway. It depends how Tony kind of gets him and tells him how he wants to play as well. Because we do need that poacher. Obviously, if Robinson's going to do the hold up, set up, whatever, then we need somebody there just to be waiting on the ball coming in to knock it in. And Robinson, he, like, he, like, he likes getting about, doesn't he? I don't think he's the type to stay still. So, is that kind of. Can he maybe try and coach him into, like, that's you, just stay put type thing? Don't know. But. I feel like we'll, we'll bring in another striker. I don't, I don't even see uh, I think we will. Definitely will. Put my house on it. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be some Ecuadorian or some fucking boy from Venezuela or something that we've just no idea about. I would love that. It'd be classy. I would honestly <laughs> love that, man. <laughs> be brilliant, eh? Yeah. I would. It's just, it's just like Benetti years again, but we've <laughs> can moved, moved down a few countries and just signing boys for there. A wee Nene Murphy Brazil like Martinelli or something, you know? It'd be class. Yeah, even you can sign anybody for Brazil and you'd be like, give him a chance, he's for Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> he's played like 60 games in 10 years and scored two goals and he's a centre forward. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. His name's he's Fred. Got, <laughs> he's got Carlos in his name. Yeah. Surely he's got three kicks or something. <laughs> Scottish Premiership, you'll piss it. You'll piss uh, it. Yeah, what in the park? <laughs> <laughs> to the sandy beaches of Rio to Broughty Ferry. Good times. Associates. <laughs> It'd be class like. I'm I'm hoping that it's just with, like with that signing with the boy Portales, it was just pff, what? Who the fuck's that? I think mm-hmm. there'll be more to come like that. 
I really do. I really do. And that's what I mean. It's exciting times. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, now's the time because we're weeks away from via play League Cup business. So, yeah, get boys in, get them in fast, and let's get them gelled in together. That's it. Yeah, speaking about gelling in, we played Brecon City on Saturday. Mm. Doing it at the old Glebe Park, the hedge. A resounded 5 1 victory. Brilliant. Brilliant. Just gutted I never went because obviously I was feeling a bit peely wally. Really gutted I never went actually. But anyhow, I watched it. Watched it back. Some Even good with goals. No sound. Brilliant goals. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the thing that I, I did enjoy that. The, all the goals were good. Even the last one, just like the, the, the play up, and there was a good save for the keeper. Mm. And um, Alan, the young player, just uh, sliding in to get it. Uh, Tiffany with two. Two really good goals. Two really good and, goals. Yeah. Anderson as well. Really good Oof. goal for Anderson. What a and, goal, man. Yeah, and a crack of a free kick from uh, left-back trialist Jacob Jones. Jacob Jones. Good, good overall team performance, and it was obviously good to see... A couple of the new boys in, Tiffany, Shaughnessy, and did you notice Shaughnessy with the captain's armband? What did oh, they tell no. you? Yes, yeah. I think that's one that most people were kind of predicting that we're going down that route because well, he's captain at a few teams he's been at and I don't think he's had any complaints at all <laughs> when it comes to that. So, <laughs> uh, It was brilliant. It's good to see. Good to see. But yeah, I mean, also, I mean, obviously, we've got a glimpse into see kind of like what style of play, you know, Doherty's thinking of using. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, quite like that. 4 3 3. Lyle Cameron sitting deep, starting yeah. to play. A, a few people pointed that out, which I think is actually a really good idea. Really good idea. Because, I mean, who was the last player that we had who was able to, like, say, bring the ball out of defence like that? Can you remember, maybe? No? You've already mentioned them, actually. I've already mentioned them. Hmm. The last player I can remember doing it with just with ease like that was Jack Hendry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we just get rolled out to him. You beat a striker, play a pass. But now it's going to Cameron, beating a boy, playing a pass, starting a move. Mm-hmm. I think, it's a, I think it's a, a, that's really good because teams are going to target Lyle mm-hmm. in this Premier. They're going to just write you, man mark him. But if Lyle's playing as the number 10... Man, Mark Easy, but if he's coming deep, it's going to create a gap. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm quite liking that. I must admit, I do like it. Yeah, like you say, like the the, the formation four three three as well. If it's a nice attacking one, because no one better than seeing your team attacking, going for going for players, uh, going for teams. That's not to say that we'll play that every week in the Premiership. You know, it's uh, <laughs> coming up against your Rangers, Celtic, Hearts, Aberdeen. You're not going to go for them. Go straight for the juggler straight away. Um, why, but, but why? Why should we not? Well, you never know. We might, but I've. I see what you mean, ma- but yeah. I want to see. I want us to see us, you know, going at these teams, putting the shiters into them. Do you know what I mean? The amount of times you see teams like just sit back and let Celtic, like, you know, rip the hole out of them, and it's like, but if they actually have a go, that Celtic, like, whoa, wait a minute here. I mean, fucking go for it, man. Get fucking three strikers on, man. <laughs> if you win one nil, fantastic. If you get beat six nil, you're like, what, what the fuck are you playing three strikers for? Ah, at least we tried. Come on, you. 
come on. <laughs> but I, I, I've, I loved it. I did. And obviously, it was in, obviously been told to Tiffany and McCowan both to cut inside and see Tiffany. He just wanted to beat everybody. Like, whenever he got the ball, he just wanted to beat them. He's going to be an absolute menace, man. I'd love to see him up against Tavernier. I really would. I think he's going to rip a, a, a hole at him. He'll have him on toast. I'm telling you. <laughs> I still think that getting Tiffany is going to be one of the, the best signings for like teams like like Dundee in this league. Absolutely. Absolutely. The boy's just... He's, he, he could have had a hat-trick. He should have had a hat-trick. He should have. Yeah, he should have done. Yeah. But look, two goals on your first match out with your new teammates. Brilliant. What a start for him. That's just going to do his confidence even. He's just going to, honestly, he's, he's just going to get better and better. Like, really. Yeah. Because right, these, these are the things with these preseason games. <sighs> Getting beat doesn't put me up in the doing or drawing. It's about like trying out new stuff, trying players, but then they get me wrong. If we get beat, I'm thinking to myself, what's happening here? Mm. <laughs> but realistically, these games are here for gelling, gelling the players together. It's a new manager, so they will be used for... Uh, implementing his formation and way, the way he wants players to play, run, make space, yada yada yada. He's philosophy. You know, that yes, that's it. That's what they've built there for. But yeah, it's it's always good to see you getting the runner wins in the preseason games as well because it instills the confidence. Again, I kind of contradict myself by saying it's not there for for that. Yeah. It's for doing all this. But yeah, I, get, get wins in preseason. It does install. It gets that winning mentality on the go. Yep. And it, it kicks off your, your wealth of going into the League Cup section games, and and then the kick off for the for the league. Um, I mean, with the preseason good... games, you want obviously the main thing for me is the team gelling, but you want wins, man. The wins, like you said, is a breeze confidence. You want, yeah, you want absolute humpings, man. You know what I mean? Tell you, we'll absolutely scalp Fleetwood. I bet you any money. I bet you any money. And I had a look at that Bray Wanderers team, but we'll speak about it later anyway. But um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to make another prediction about Tiffany in the Premier League. I bet you any money come the end of the season, he's the most fouled player. Like go for it then. I will do that. I but, thought you were to say something like he's <clears> going to win <throat> the Scottish Cup or something. And that'll be that's Josh Mulligan. He'll get in. I'm telling you, Mulligan, yeah, it'll right. be Mulligan. Like, but I'm telling you, he will be the most fouled player. I bet you any money. <laughs> Teams will just. They'll just end up just kicking him, kicking lumps at him. But he's he just looks like one of those boys that's like, if you kick me, I'm going to get up. You're going to hate kick me harder. Kind of like lie all in that respect. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I kind of hope he is now because, well, you look at our penalty record for last season. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Stay on your feet, Tiffany, please. Yeah, please. Yeah. Be the big man about it. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, you will. Because he's, he's a wee danger man. He's just, he's fucking, ah, he's class. Like, I'd really impressed. I mean, I was obviously impressed with him last season. Um, but I know it's against Brechin. No disrespect for Brechin. But he's, he's wild. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> boy, you would love to have on your team. Absolutely love it. When, um, when you see the lineup, there's also a, a lot of new names in this team. And it was also youth players. I think at the end of the game, we had 10, was it 10 youth yep. players? Yeah. Or products of the youth team on the pitch, mm-hmm. which is, is great to see. Love it. Absolutely love that. Boy, I mean, there's players that, that I've seen that I thought, right, they've got something about them. They've got something about them, you know? Yeah. Um, but at the but- same time, being in the going and playing in the Premiership, it did kind of scream out to us that, 
Like, we do still need to make signings. And again, we spoke about it. We're looking at doing that. But I did. There was one of the first things I first things I noticed was, I we've still got a few boys to come in here. Mm-hmm. But it's good to see people, the players, the young players, getting in, getting a wee taste of playing competitive football and potentially putting themselves in the shop window to getting into the squad on match days. And it's, again, good to see one of the young players, Finlay Allen, getting a goal at the diff. Good wee goal as well. He had the fight and the determination to get it. And that's all the words yeah. that Tony's been going on about. You know, fight and the mentality, the hunger. And Mate, all it's that. even that, um, we took the shot. Some players just stopped running. Mm-hmm. He kept running. That, 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 just wee things like that that's it. Um, makes a difference because there's always there's a 50% chance that the keeper's going to spill the ball. He does. He's in there. He's in front of the defender. Like, he's had to fight for it. Young laddie, he's got in there and uh, poked it in. Back of the net. Nestled brilliant. in the net. Nestled. Absolutely brilliant. That's the first of the season. But yeah, no, I, I love it. But also I think it'll give Tony a good idea as to go and write who's who's ready to go out on loan. Because I think a lot of those boys will go out on loan. I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? There'll probably be those teams like around that neck of the woods anyway. Like your mm-hmm. Martin, Montrose, all that kind of stuff. But big shout out to you, Metali. Thought he was really good when he came on. Yes. Now he, when he signed for us, in one of the chats we were in, there was a wee bit of, <laughs> it's worth saying it, he's just a young laddie, but fanfare. Mm-hmm. A few people knew about him and said he's a really good player, like really good player. I think you're one of them as well, weren't you? Yeah, because uh, I worked um, with his, or I worked with his, like, I'm sure it was like his auntie, auntie's, oh, I can't mind anyway, uh, a woman I worked with, Gwen, and she was telling me all about him, this boy's about to sign for years, and I was just like, cool, I'm going to put him in my chat. <laughs> ITK! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You've had but your nah, 15 he, minutes. I had my 15, oh, what? But nah, he, he looked good. He, he, and I think even in Tony's interview after the game, he actually mentioned him how well he did. You know, and again, I'm sure he set up, he, he set up the, the last goal because he went on a good wee run. He was really unselfish. He could have went mm-hmm. and had a shot, but he laid it off to the boy. I think it might have been Crowther, Crowther, kind of mind. Anyway, the boy that hit the shot, keeper saved it, and Alan scored. But... I think he looks no bad, but I think he'll probably go out on loan, I think, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Good no thing bad. about it. Good thing about these boys that go out on loan for the youth team. If they're going to part-time teams, they're spending most of their time still training at Dens. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Yeah, um, keep an eye on their development. Them. Yes, that's it. Um, but hopefully a few boys surprise everybody and don't have to do that and make the mark in the first team squad. Because um, we've we've done well last season with boys coming in, but you never know. You never know. You never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tony's all obviously going on about like these boys grasping their opportunity and their chances and whatnot. I mean, yeah, fucking, and he's. I mean, obviously, he's just came into the club. He's wanting to see what they're like in a competitive-ish game. So, yeah, I, I, put, I don't know. Put it this way: use this player as, as an example. Lyle Cameron, when he came on for Dundee, um, I think it was the against Dunfermline of the start for us I mean who would have thought he'd be doing what he did now for Dundee winning every award under the sun getting the number 10 see him getting the number 10 man cool as fuck cool as fuck he's the way to run riot mate that's him the main man of the team I tell you like folks I'm sure Tory was in an interview or something saying that he he basically completed the bleep test or something (laughs) 
like he's like because he's just pure like super fit and i can see why that's why he's probably want to play him deep one for spraying mm-hmm. the passes about but he will he will just ghost into the box once he, i can see it already I can see it it's, it's a bit of the jay cartwrights for them between all there wasn't it bleak test completed that mate I knew you were going to say that. I set it up, and you fucking oh, you honestly, f- I knocked it out of the park. Swing, bada 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 bada, gone in orbit. But oh, yeah, well done, mate. Well done. No flies on you tonight. <laughs> None whatsoever. After a dodgy first fifteen minutes, I've came into my game. He's back in the game. <laughs> so anyway. also a trialist, Jacob Jones, a Welsh. Of, uh, I think he played for the Wales under twenty one under twenty one team or something. He uh, started his youth career at Swansea City. He plays for Forest Green Rovers, but he was loaned out to Bath City and Kings Lynn Town uh, last season. Um, who are these clubs? Like who are they? It's sponsored by Vanarama or something like that. Ganem Leagues. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> it looked okay. What was your thoughts it on looked, him? Well, to, to, to begin with. Mm-hmm. I thought it was quite good to see him and Tiffany. They seemed to kind of link up pretty much like that. I thought he looked okay. But he was good going forward. I don't, didn't really see much of him going back the way, but I solid enough performance. He's the only mm-hmm. boy that played the full 90. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Probably because we didn't hear another left back. <laughs> it's one of those, isn't it? You're, like, you're getting players from... The, the leagues like Force Green and all that and they think it's wrong they can probably match most teams in the in Scottish football with the, the wages with the money being absolutely ridiculous down there but the standard maybe isn't always the best so mm-hmm. it is a bit of a hit and miss I mean look at the second season with Neil McCann uh, as manager you know and <laughs> sh- I mean there were some no bad players that he brought in from doing self in them leagues but the rest of them were just uh, mm. honking and they're probably all well retired. <laughs> they'll probably retire right after yeah. leaving Dundee. It was only 21, but you retired after you left Dundee. Absolutely. I think that happened <laughs> to the boy Mendy. I'm sure. Yeah. That, uh... That's one boy I was thinking of. Um, I, then again, who he signed for after that? But... Fucking nobody. Kings Lynn. <laughs> I think he'd done that. Uh, he, we signed him. It kind of made me think uh, the time that Graham Soon has signed a boy for Southampton. He thought it was George Weir's cousin or something like that. He wasn't <laughs> yeah. even a footballer and got a game. It's not a thing about him. And he was fucking shy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely bang on. But the thing is, was um, do the English contracts, are they not up? I think they were up on the 30th, 30th of June. So I'm telling you, there'll be loads of free agents kicking about. Thousands right. of them, man. Thousands. It's just about getting the right, the right one. But a solid enough performance. Uh, for the boy, good, decent free kick. Um, yeah, he's got some jaw on him. It's like David Coulthard, you know. It's just a square, <laughs> you know, a big square jaw. <laughs> you see the thing? <laughs> fucking mental. We don't want to be sat next to him on the bus, man. He turns round, fucking, pff, take your eye out. <laughs> got the jaw like the like that robot on Red Dwarf. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Crichton. Crichton, that's it. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. He's some John. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. For, for the younger, the younger listeners, um, they don't have a clue what Red Dwarf is, but Google it. it. Funny as fuck. You missed it, have you? Didn't you? <laughs> it's probably been cancelled now, anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but that's us off of more jollies this week mm-hmm. off the island uh, we will take on Bray Wanderers of the League of Ireland First Division. They finished fifth last season. I think, what day is that? Is that the fifth we play them? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, so we'll play them on the fifth and uh, have seven kickoff. And then on the Saturday, we take on Fleetwood Town, who finished 13th in League One. That's a half 12 kickoff. They must be over in a wee, wee time um, in the sun as well in Ireland because it's notorious for being a holiday destination. So, um, mm. two games in there in the space of a week and then we're back and then we take on Arbroath on something like the 12th or something like that but we'll speak about that in the next pod but uh, it's good to see that we've got a couple of games lined up and competitive games be more competitive than Breakin sounds bad saying that sorry Breakin City but it will be mm, I wouldn't be too sure on that I did. I actually went on to that Bray Wanderers website and actually looked at their team. And I know you shouldn't judge books by their covers, but their players just looked like they looked like that new Saints, you know, that we played. They were fucking boys, probably older than me, with beer bellies and and You're like, what defender? Pish. We'll we'll absolutely <laughs> scalp them. We'll give them a scudding, man. <laughs> just because it's on their own patch, you might think a little bit more compared nah. across there. Nope. Uh, Fleetwood. That'll probably be the toughest in it the lot. Scalp them as well, man. Scott Brown's team, eh? He's still manager there, is he? He's still manager. They've got mm. that wee dick Sean Rooney in defence. Oh, I'd love to put him in the air, eh? Oh, man, okay. Oh, yep. Yeah. He's just he, he he's always, got that face, eh? He's just a prick. He, he always got one up against us and he absolutely loved it, didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah, oh. I don't I don't like him eh? I forgot he played for him actually. Tell you what though, I'd love him in the team though, but mm. um I but yeah, again, it's pre-season. Uh, it's good to see there's a lot of fans going across for this one. There's Absolutely. By getting flights and stuff like that, even before the games were announced, they were just getting across there. Classic. Um, With the sombreros. One, one person that I know who shall rename, remain nameless um, thought it was dirt cheap across there. Like he was going across the Benidorm, it'd be like a like a pound of pint or something in the pubs. I'm like, mate, oh, you better get the overtime in for this. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking ten euros a pint. Yeah, yeah. I honestly thought that. Poor fella. <laughs> but looking at the Fleetwood team, man, I hardly even recognise Jaden Stockley. That's Jaden Stockley sounds like he used to play for Chelsea Youths. Because like, they used to do that at the time. Better so, youth players and just loan them out. Well, he was at Aberdeen for a wee bit. I, I, uh, well, well after Mark then. Don't <laughs> get me wrong, they'll probably, there will be a decent team. Scott Brown will hear them playing no bad, but... Mark, nah, it's only pre-season. I don't give a fuck that it's pre-season. I want them teams scudded. I want them scudded. <laughs> and if they're no scudded, Tony out. Get rid of them. Conceding hey, a goal to Brecon. Get him to fuck. Hey, Tony, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, I genuinely want us to just go in there and absolutely romp them. And then that'll be that. I mean, just class. And then come back. Definitely going to do the Arbroath game, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. And the Cove. Definitely. Might join you in that, the wee Wednesday nighter, Arbroath. You know, come with me. Mm, I think I am. I think I just invited myself, to be fair, so... I'm not going now. <laughs> Job done. See you at the train station. 
<laughs> With a bag of cans. Bag of cans. I used to hate that saying, bag of cans. Not anymore. But I grew on it, so I enjoy it now, so. <laughs> Sounds like a laddish thing to say, like lads, a bag of cans. Lads, lads, Shuck a can. lads. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened to this episode has descended oh, into that's... nonsense. But like uh, I said earlier, starters with me to go on. Uh, part of that nobody else gets. Exactly. <laughs> All of the do it is because it's shit. <laughs> Absolutely. God, I'm sweating. <laughs> but another thing that happened, the fixture list is out, Paul. Oh, yeah. Despite just... calling Livingston, Livingston with a knee, in the first attempt, announcing it, we got it right. Um, yeah. Yeah. We got uh, brilliant. Brilliant. I was ex- you're always excited about it, and then you you see it, and you're like, right, I'm going to book that one off, I'm going to book that, and then you're looking at it going, it's a distinct lack of derbies. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're a naughty man, Paul. You're a naughty man. These things happen. <laughs> but I've already planned what games I'm going to manage to because I work two and every three so I've got all my games and the majority are fucking away matches so we shall see but there wasn't any matches that stood out where I was like oh definitely doing that one I mean no you're right mate yeah I'm the same as well um well maybe the second the January St Johnston at him well we'll beat that anyway what am I on about Mm. um that'll be that'll be a good thing um I was looking and I'm disappointed that in between my birthday, uh, we've got Kamarnik and Rangers, mm. like either side of my birthday, but it's the second and sixteenth. I was going to be hospitality. No. No, no. But then I think that's you you I don't I know we keep going on about the like a broken writer, but you are not allowed to go to hospitality. Well, that's Ever the first again. thing I thought of. I was Just looking go, thinking go to Tanadice when they're playing Dunfermline. <laughs> and then just put all your wages on Paul McGowan scoring the winner. Mm-hmm. What happened? <laughs> oh, fuck it. For my birthday in September, it's fucking Kilmarnock at home. <laughs> Boring. I'll still go though. <laughs> so I might go to Kilmarnock at home then. I've no, honestly, I've no the 2nd of January against St. Johnson at home sounds good for me. Mm. eventually be beat this jinx. Yeah, it could be a plan, sir. But I like, and I said it to you before we started recording, like the, you know, the first four games are pretty, no, mm-hmm. they're not bad, but they're well at home. What was that? Then St. Myrna away, yep. Hearts at home, St. Johnson away, and then the Jungle Gyms. Yeah. You know? It's, so, uh, hmm. I mean, there's still a lot of wheeling to deal with some of the teams, St. Johnston, Motherwell, and St. Um mm-hmm. I don't think St. Johnston's done much of any transfers this season. Not too sure. And yeah, uh, I think I seen one of their fans pages post something on Twitter before uh, my, I was blocked by Elon Musk <laughs> complaining about it. Uh, Motherwell, they've lost Van Veen. Again, I've not really seen many incomes from uh, incomings from them that the fans have been speaking about or that, so was there's there no, a long way to go. Was there no word that Fletcher was going to go to them? There's a possibility that he mm. might be going, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um mm. it's flashable, isn't it? Can we... <laughs> See, I'd, I'd, um, obviously we're might maybe me potentially jumping the gun gun as per usual, you know. But those first four games, mm, could have been worse. Could have been like 
Celtic and Rangers than Aberdeen. But we've got teams that maybe bar hearts that I think are going to be around us. Aye. And you've got to beat you the can... teams around you. Beat the teams around you, you'll be sorted. Aye, there's so, teams there that you can take points off of. Mm-hmm. Realistically, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Because yeah. last thing you want is to be going three games in, four games into the new season and no wins. Every again, sometimes we've looked at uh, fixtures list, list and think, fucking hell, mm-hmm. <laughs> how are we going to kick start with season here? But here, we've seen it and thought, this is actually, it's actually no Yeah, as the teams that we're playing against will be thinking of us as being uh, the newcomers into the league, um, back and through with that, but I generally do feel that way as well. Mm-hmm. And it'll give us a good base and see how we we'll, take to the standard of this league we were team as well. I think nations uh, and whatnot, and yeah, I think we'll be absolutely fine. I really do, I, I, I really do, but yeah, maybe, yeah, I'm getting a wee bit ahead of myself. <laughs> Aye, well, we can't do that, we can't do that. We can't be winning the league after three games, Paul. Yeah, we can four games. <laughs> um, we forgot to mention also at the start of the podcast, you would have heard the Paul's dulcet tones announcing a new sponsor. So a big thank you to Martin Tosh from Hilton Electrical um, for sponsoring the podcast this season. And I'd like to put on record the thanks to uh, Unicorn Cleaning Services. Uh, so thanks to Danielle for helping out last season. Cheers, Daniel. Um, much, much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you, you have uh, the Hilton Electrical as your intro. Obviously, uh, I've... Anybody else would like to sponsor? There is a space available on the the podcast, um, so you can get in touch with that. If not, it's fine. It's fine. Happy days. Happy days. Thanks, Martin. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, so, I've not done the archive. I've not done anything the archive because it can just be filled with so and so signed pre contracts here, there, and there. So no bother, day. So. Um, my videos went up. Aye. He's let the website slide. That's what's happened. I said, well. Well, disappointed. What we did is we put out last night about questions. Anybody got any questions for the that we the bonnets? Me and Paul are going to answer them. And I've yet to look at it. So we're going to go through and I'll pick one, Paul. I'll pick one. Um, start for the first day. Hmm. Lewis Robertson, what was your favourite memory from last season besides the title winning game? You, want, you got one? Mm, probably overturning being 2 0 down to Parrick and winning the game 3 2. Mm-hmm. Good shout. I would so, say that one, definitely. I'll go with the Air United game just before Christmas when we were doing to 10 men for the majority of the game and still won 2-0 and went top of the league. Yeah, good even, shout. Even though we nearly really fucked it up afterwards by no winning in about five games. It was still... Just a um, Aye, we're still at top spot, eh? So, um, good question, next one. Yeah, Next one up, Aaron Campbell. Are you looking at getting some guests on the season? Be great to hear from players and staff. Well, um, you'd like to know that there's potentially... Uh, I'm recording a podcast with a former player this week. And I'm also talking to another player um, from the late 90s uh, coming on the pod. So there's a couple for you. Exciting, like mm-hmm. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Andrew Penman. 
the late great Andy Penman's son, who always leaves fantastic reviews on the podcast. How much longer do you think you'll get away with it? As long as you keep listening, kid, eh? That's it. <laughs> as long as Andy keeps commenting and just filling us with inspiration. <laughs> uh, um, Despot Choir, what's the best goal you've ever seen Dundee concede? Oh, hmm. Hmm. I think that's a tough one because I tend to just like forget every goal we concede. Mm-hmm. But, I'm going to go for Right, no, you go, you go. I was going to go for a recent one because mm. I do kind of forget. Um, there was one Van Dyke for like 2015, just kind of free kick, just nestled, uh, I was supposed to say nestled into the back of the net. He's rattled the back of the net, but I'm going to go for one that happened on the last game of the season, Charlie Fox, Queen's Park. It was just fucking tremendous, that goal. Mm. I forgot about that Van Dyke free kick. I was at that game. That was. F- he didn't even run up to the ball. He just no, like walked up to it and skipped it in. Just one of those knuckle ball vumph. Had that. That's a good one actually. Uh, this will sound really bad, but GMS's goal at Tanadice. How how dare you? Nah, I know, but it's. I, I fucking what's it? on you, <laughs> mate. What a goal that was like. But uh, yeah, and I, I tend to just forget opposition goal. Stevie Mallon. Oh, he got the ball in the halfway line. When he skinned Abdi. I think he knocked Mike Jim McAllister twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I'll go with that one. um, Dave here. Hedinho, I think, at Hedinho. Ah, Hedinho. Um, Best moment following Dundee. Hmm. Hmm. Let's be honest, there's not been many. (laughs) You could pick anything for the defiant season, mate. But I mm. I think mine would be... The uh, win in the league, night seven, night eight. Because that was the first time we actually won something with me following Dundee. All right, okay. Hmm. I was getting to the top flight after witnessing Dundee for years, like languishing in the first division. That was probably my best moment. Hmm. I'm actually going to pick one from the defiant season, and I remember it. <laughs> it was Sterling away, and no roof, right? And then one boy started smoking, and then. The, basically, the bouncers were ba- basically huckle them out the stadium, and then all of a sudden, just everybody started smoking, and it was just brilliant. <laughs> I just loved it. <laughs> I remember looking down at the steward, and she just shrugged her shoulders, like, "What the fuck am I going to do, with you lot?" And it was just brilliant. Eh? It was class. <laughs> smoking is for fools, and it's no funny, Paul. Yes, yeah, a terrible habit. It's just shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I didn't realize it's, it was moment. Uh, so my moment still is from that season, and it was a uh, we were playing. I might have been still in Albion, away for him, and just before we whipped in a free kick to score, it might be James Grady to go like two one up. The word came through that Rafe at the time, who were closest to us, uh, had went one 0 behind or something like that, so that we just needed a point against them if we won this game the week after, and we did. It was just one of those moments where. You know, everybody's cheering, like, goal, and then we go and score, and it's like, that's kind of written, and it's happening. Yeah, this is happening. Um, uh, here, we go, here we go. Tony Portales, DSC. Is <laughs> Anthony Portales the most handsome man in all of professional football? A resounding yes. Absolutely. Shagger. <laughs> Antonio Shagger Portales. <laughs> Honestly, he will <laughs> eat up uh, the underground. Oh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> they'll reopen the Mardi just for him. Honestly, uh, the whole of Dundee will just be 
at his scraps, to be honest, because <laughs> he's the most handsome man since look at Tan Kulich came into this fine city and spent eyes hard in money and liquid. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yes, here's a good one, Gilly D. How many players do you think we need to bring in for next season? And will you guys promise to sing a duet if we manage to stay up? Oh, no problem. The duet is done. But what we're we gonna sing? We'll figure that out. Figure that in it. We'll <clears> figure like, that in it. Be like the Spice Girls to become one or something. Zig a Oft. Yeah. <laughs> to become one. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> Uh, but first Hopefully part, that's many... just a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, we'll be well we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> many players. Hmm. I'd say five I or six. F- I was gonna say four or five. We'll go with five. Five. Go with five. Two mm-hmm. left backs, a keeper, striker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe a centre half, obviously. I, I think we'll be okay. Five. Yeah. Go with five. Here's one again for the dance park choir. <sighs> He's feeling getting these questions in. What's the biggest animal you could beat in a fight? <laughs> uh, I don't, a grizzly bear. Grizzly bear. Yeah, I've seen what's his face do it. What's DiCaprio do it in that movie? I think I could beat DiCaprio, so ipso facto, I could beat the bear. <laughs> <You'd>... <laughs> Ah, no wonder he won an Oscar for that. He made it so believable that he beat a bear. <laughs> yeah. That you think you can go one day. <laughs> yeah, he's inspired us. <laughs> but I'm no, yeah, if you think you can beat a bear, mm. I'm no thinking I can't beat a bear either, so I can beat a bear. You can beat a bear. You'd run away. I could beat a bear. He's my best mate. He's a Rangers fan. I'll batter him. <laughs> can I mean, batter a fish? <laughs> fucking shite. <laughs> and, he's, and he's put another one same question again but if you had to fight them the way they fight you scratch, cut, peck a ch- chicken to death what? Um, oh. fuck it oh. no idea I don't think I can no idea I can. I'd, I'd beat a raging bull I would batter it with this forehead. Bump, bump. There's your bullshit coming at your mouth. Absolutely. <laughs> this can's brilliant. Like, I feel great. There's a boy who, Mark Malloy, is Sean Brown the most overrated Dundee player? How dare you again? <clears throat> I will not have that. Can't think not of on many. this podcast. Can't think of many really overrated Dundee players. Mm. He's certainly not one of them. Nah. Tut tut. Hmm. Scandalous I'm question. To, I'm trying to think of any more. Any more have popped in. Um, this is people just chattering nonsense now. There's one more. James Rennie, what do you make of Doc signings? Is it going to be good enough to have top flight football and will we last past Christmas? Like them? Yes. And yes. Yep. And 100%. Yeah. He's got the full backing. 100%. We'll be fine. Yes. We'll be fine. Honestly, we will be fine. Mm-hmm. League done and dusted in the first four games according to Paul. Fucking right, man. <laughs> Champions League beckons. <laughs> but I mean, I know obviously what everybody will say is, oh, if we finish 10th, cool. But nah, I want us to be, 
I want us to be comfortable. See if we were top mm-hmm. of the bottom six. Happy days, by the way. Happy days. But mm, we'll no pressure, lads. No pl- pressure. Nah. These guys will be able to take the pressure, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Like, like Big Tone keeps going on about it. It's all about the mentality, the hunger, the drive, everything like that. And I think this team will have it in spades. Mm-hmm. And we'll be totally fine. Aye. Watch this 5 0 oh. Motherwell first game of the season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. What have we done? Can't what have we done? <laughs> <laughs> I think that brings the end of proceedings for the sweet Paul. I think there's much left to chat about. Nah. Mm-hmm. Well, we've glorified the friendly as much as we could. Um, we've got another two coming up. So <laughs> we're winning the league after beating Brecon. <laughs> yeah, they bother. that team in the Lowland League that couldn't get past the Spartans. Again, it's... they bother. Not <laughs> in a bad uh, Yeah, <laughs> but that's it. This is episode fifty-one. Episode one of the second season. That's it. Done and dusted. Hope you all enjoyed it. And we will be back next week. Thank you very much, everybody. Goodbye.